0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. You see, in January of 22, Rebetz and Linda Tawil read a book by a wonderful writer called Nachman Seltzer. Nachman Seltzer wrote a book called A Tiny Taste of Heaven, which was printed by ArtScroll. He wrote it many, many years ago. Rebetzin Tawil just happened to read it in January of 2022. And it told a story about somebody, and of course I interviewed that person as well, who's a woman in Los Angeles. Her name is Nava Ben Moshe. Ben Moshe is her family name. She's married to Yair Ben Moshe. And the story that Nachman Seltzer wrote was about this wonderful couple in Los Angeles that they are very, very involved in many, many things. He's involved in real estate, she's involved obviously in taking care of her children and giving sure she has an organization called Maor, a Kirov organization. And both of them are very, very busy. But one day, Yair called his wife and said, listen, I've rescheduled all my appointments for tomorrow. I wanna spend the afternoon together with you. I've arranged carpool for our children. You don't have to go pick up the kids and I've cleared my schedule and you'll be able to clear your schedule because I've taken care of so many of the things that usually you have to do. Let's meet. We'll spend the day. We'll spend the afternoon together. She was so delighted that they would be able to do that and that I even thought to spend some extra time with her. So they made up that he would meet her at home, he would pick her up at 11 o'clock in Los Angeles from their home, and they would go out and go to a restaurant and spend the afternoon together. So of course he picks her up at 11, and on the way he says, you know, maybe we should get some cold drinks at the supermarket. She said, I thought you said we're going to a restaurant. He said, yeah, but maybe we'll take a little walk first. So they stopped off at a supermarket, she went in to get some cold drinks, and she was expecting, you know, she'll come out in just a few moments and he'll be there. But when he when she came out of the store, the supermarket, about three, four minutes later, the car wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't there. She couldn't believe it. He, he just dropped her off two, three minutes ago. Anyhow, she's looking to see where the car might be. Maybe he had to go around the block. Maybe a police officer told uh, the guy that he can't stand in front of the supermarket for whatever reason. And she's looking for the car, and it's not coming. And she's wondering, like, what's going on? You know, he said he wanted to spend time with me together, and now he's not even here. So she's waiting, looking to see if the car is coming around the corner, and she's getting a little exasperated then she was getting worried she told me that who knows maybe he was in a little accident and of course she was hoping obviously that didn't happen and she was waiting and waiting and could not figure out what in the world is going on now when you're waiting for someone and you expect them to be there five minutes is a very long time and she was getting angrier and angrier and getting upset And then, after about 7 or 8 minutes, now this happened many years ago, before cell phones, so she couldn't call him, and he couldn't call her. And she was wondering, what in the world is going on? And then she thought this way, you know, everything in life is a test. And she said to herself, Hashem, if this is a test, I'm going to pass it, and I'm going to get 100 she thought about it again. Hashem, if this is a test, I'm going to pass it and I'm going to get a 100. And she decided no matter when he comes and no matter what he says, she is not going to get angry. She's not going to ruin the day. So just smile, give over the drinks and make believe nothing happened. And sure enough, after about 12 minutes, which is a long time, he came, he She opened the door, she smiled, she gave him their drinks, not so cold anymore. But she didn't say a word, and of course he apologized. I spoke to her. She told me that he apologized. He had gone two blocks away to get something from his office. He needed something important. He told the secretary to come down. She didn't come down right away, and then he got stuck in a traffic jam. She did not say anything about it. She changed the topic, and they had a lovely, lovely afternoon. And she was very proud that she had passed this test. ...and gotten a hundred. And in her class, the next class that she spoke to... ...in the Kirov organization in Ma'or, she told this story. Now, an amazing thing happened months later. There was a woman in that class that was becoming from. And Nava was trying to get her to kosher her kitchen. And what happened was, after a few months... ...when Nava had given her a book about koshering your home... This woman decided that she's gonna do it. She's gonna do it. She's gonna kosher her home. And she got on a ladder to take down the dishes and she was gonna take them to the mikvah to table them. And while she was standing on that ladder, a rung on the ladder broke, and she fell to the floor. And she hurt her leg terribly. She twisted her leg. She couldn't even get up. And she was so upset that she was thinking, Hashem. I'm trying to do something for you. This is what you do for me. Maybe I really shouldn't kasha my kitchen. And she crawled to the telephone, called her husband, and then she was thinking, Hashem, if this is a test, I'm going to pass it, and I'm going to get a hundred. And so they took care. They gave her a little brace for her knee. And she came back home and she decided that she's going to call her friends and together they'll take down the dishes Take them to the mikveh and kasha the kitchen, and that's exactly what she did. Now, Nachman Seltzer wrote this in his book, these two episodes. Years later, 20 years after he wrote the book, Linda Tawil happened to read this, and she was so inspired by this thought. Hashem, if this is a test, I'm going to pass it and get 100. So as I told you, she speaks in many, many different places. And the Reviton told me that she was in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. She was going to be there for 12 days. Every day she was going to give shiurim. Every day she does give many videos of shiurim. So when she was in Argentina, it happened on a Wednesday afternoon. She gave a shear And she said to people, life is filled with tests. And if we're able to verbalize it, say it, if you say it out loud, Hashem, if this is a test, I'm going to pass it and get a hundred. You'll see, you'll be able to do it. And that's what she spoke about. The next morning, on Thursday, a girl came to the class and said, Rebetzin, I want you to know, I was at your class yesterday. And I was so moved by what you said. You see, she said, this Saturday night, there's a very big concert going on here in Buenos Aires. Now, I know many Jewish girls that are planning to go, and I was planning to go as well. But I know it's not a place for a Jewish girl. The singer is a woman who doesn't dress, but The whole thing is not going to be really bakovadik. It's not a place for a Jewish girl. But I had a very good ticket, and I decided that this is a test. And if it's a test, Hashem, I'm going to pass it, and I'm going to get 100, and I'm not going to go to that concert Saturday night. That's what she told Linda Tawil at the Thursday share. Well, now, of course, every single day that Rebitson Tawil was in Argentina, she would tell over this story. And then what happened on Shabbos morning, she told it again, and girls came over to her, and they said, Rebitson, tonight is that concert, and we have tickets, and it's a very famous singer, but we know that it's not appropriate, and we all are going to do You said, we are going to say to ourselves, Hashem, if this is a test, we're going to pass it and we're going to get a hundred. And you know something? Not one of those girls went to the concert and they all came to her share, Mutzah Shabbos. And Reviton Tawil told me she was so energized by that. That wherever she went afterwards, whether it was a Zoom conference or a personal conference, she told the story. And all of a sudden, people started writing her letters and WhatsApps and texts and emails. And they said, you know, we have had so many tests in our lives ever since we heard what you said. One woman said, you know, I was wondering whether I should put on a sheikh or not. I was wondering, another woman said, whether I should say something to my husband, but it might be a problem with shalom bias. Another problem came up, you know, in kashrus. And so many of these people, they were writing to Linda Tawil and telling her that this is absolutely incredible. And when they said it, Hashem, if this is a test, we're going to pass it and we're going to get a hundred. And then people would write her. And then, of course, she called me and she asked me if I would be able to tell this on torahanytime.com. And let me just tell you something. Even me personally, ever since I heard the story, you know, we go through tests every single day. And if you say this, Hashem, if this is the test, I'm going to pass it and I'm going to get 100. And this has changed so many, many, many people. And you know, an amazing thing happened in South America and in Central America. All of a sudden, many people, including Linda, got involved and they made keychains and they made magnets and they made frames with posters, posters with frames, and they hung it in their homes, big frames, small frames, and everybody, of course, they did it in Spanish. But that's not a bad idea that we should get involved and think about this expression. Hashem, if this is a test, I'm going to pass it, and I'm going to get 100. And Linda asked me, if anyone goes through a test and is successful, please write her, and this is the email where to write her. It's with100 at gmail.com. W-I-T-H-A, and then the word 100, H-U-N-D-R-E-D, at gmail.com. Let's make this a movement all around the world. Hashem, if this is a test, I'm gonna pass it and get a hundred. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. stories dot inspireorg